Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel again a third time, and he got up, went to Eli, and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there, calling as before, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. The word of the Lord.
lawful for me, but not all things are beneficial. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for fortification, but the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Should I therefore take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that whoever is united to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For it is said, the two shall be one flesh, but anyone united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Without fornication, every sin that a person commits is outside the body, but the fornicator sins against the body itself. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you were bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. The word of the Lord.
about who Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote. Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. And Daniel said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? And Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord.
We are not unlike the small child wielding a plastic shovel in the face of the mountains of snow last week, knowing what to do after having closely watched the grown-ups. Disciples see God at work, learn from God's example, and then join in the labors of whatever mountains God is working on moving right now. But where do we, as disciples, in 2018, even begin? Let's begin with the readings we've been given today. Feel free to follow along in your lectionary insert as I go through them rapid fire. I'll be brief. I think the children are in that today. Starting at the beginning. The boy Samuel hears God's voice and believes that it is his mentor, Eli, calling to him after a tiresome strain of confused back and forth. Eli tells Samuel it is not a human voice he is hearing, but rather a divine one. So Samuel dutifully goes back to bed, hears God calling to him again, and this time says, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Open ears, or in most cases, open heart to the voice of God within us. I overheard someone say that they had a seminary professor who heard this story as a child and asked his mom when God was going to call his name in the middle of the night. And that is discipleship, too. Yearning to hear our voice called by God in the dead of night. We truly listen. With our hearts, we will hear our names being called, and then we can say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Our song today tells us that God knows us deeply, intimately, as individuals, that God knits us together in our mother's wombs as unique masterpieces, that we are marvelously made, wonderful. Nothing short of the marvels and wonders of this world that we travel far to see and experience. We are called to know the truth of our deeply marvelous, amazing beauty. That is discipleship. Knowing the value of ourselves as instruments of God's work. Speak, Lord, for your servants knit me together in my mother's womb and I am marvelously Paul's first letter to the Corinthians goes to great lengths to try to get the early Christians to change their behaviors and honor the gifts of their lives. The lives of others too. Better. The take-home message being that our bodies are temples, each one, and a temple all together. We are all part of the whole, part of the body of Christ. We are actually Christ embodied now that Christ isn't here walking the earth with a body of his own. When we sit with that truth, when we come to know deeply that our bodies are part of God, sacred and of use to the mission of God's radical love in this world, we are more careful with ourselves and treat ourselves and each other with reverence. That is discipleship.
Speak, Lord, for your servants are You knit me together in my mother's womb, and I am marvelously made. I am part of you. And now John's account of the calling of the disciples. Follow me, he said to Philip. And to Nathaniel, he showed he knew Nathaniel before he'd even met him. He had seen Nathaniel before the two were ever in the same place. And by this we know that before we ever have clarity about this Messiah, he sees us, knows us, comes to us. And then he says, follow me. And in our own way, at our own pace, we do. That is discipleship. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. You knit me together in my mother's womb, and I am marvelously made. I am part of you. I will follow you. My friends, we will need to be very, very brave. We will go on journeys. We will welcome strangers, foreigners, outcasts, and Christ himself. We will bear witness to pain and to love. We will seek warm, full, dignified lives for everyone. We will bring our whole selves. This is what we were born for. It's discipleship. The Lord be with you.
Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant now, O God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy. Guide the people of this land and of all nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and in the honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours, and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, especially Bill, Susie and Victor, Tom, Mary, Rod and Pam, Barbara, Susan, Richard, Tom, Bess, Hank, Jude, Peter, Bill, Rick, Cub, Don, Steve, Jack, Margo, Zoe, David, Sherry, Joan, William, Nancy, Bill, Yuri, Edith, Joan, Ellie, Kirsty, Aliona, Edie, other others. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, we commend to your mercy all who have died, especially Kathy Johnson, whose service will be here on Saturday, Ed Carnes, brother of Ann Lynch, and Yuko Hayashi, one of the former organists of Trinity, other others. That your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Amen.
you're visiting us this weekend, we're very glad you're here, and we hope that you will visit the welcome table back near the doors. We also hope you'll join us for coffee hour immediately following the um, I think we've got a couple of today. Uh, good morning. I'm Brian Rossboro. Um, many of you have not had the chance to attend a forum, and so I'm rising to ask you to attend next week's forum at 9 o'clock. If you care about church architecture, you'll meet Brett Dunham, who was raised in the Yellow House right uh, on River Street at the back of our uh, own house. And it was an acolyte here. His father was senior warden. Uh, Brett is an architect in Boston and an authority on church architecture. And he's going to talk to us about um, why churches look the way churches look and how that changed at the Reformation. Our own space where we are today was designed by Pietro Bellucci. And he came with a plan to design a church in the round. And the vestry at the time didn't want to tempt it. So we have the traditional cruciform church. But if you're interested in architecture and churches, join us at 9 o'clock for the forum next week. Thanks. Good morning. I'm Jay Ruby. I'd like to bring to your attention the fact we have a new art exhibit starting today uh, down in the parish hall. In particular, I'd like to uh, give a lot of thanks to the members of the Arts Council. They spend an awful lot of time and effort to make this exhibit so attractive. Um, our featured artist is Weezy Petrie, a very good friend of Carolyn's and mine. And uh, even though the bulletin says she was going to be here today, uh, she had a conflict, so she'll be here next week, next Sunday, for a meet and greet session after our service, so you can ask any questions then. I hope you'll enjoy it. Thank you. You'll notice I'm up here um, not alone. I've actually got a lot of wonderful people co-ministering with me, but Nancy is not here. She is in Baltimore taking care of some things from her parents' house. Um, she will be back in the office on Tuesday. Um, also, Carol Brady is away with her mother this weekend. So you'll notice that while we do have nursery care, we do have a word box for the kids. Kids who have been exceptionally patient and lovely being here for the whole service. If anyone is running out of patience, um, there's bags of toys and coloring back there to get you through the rest of our service. Um, there will be healing prayer right over here in this transect during communion and immediately following. And then one additional announcement for those who knew Pastor Johnson who sang in our choir for years and moved to Pennsylvania three years ago. I announced last week that she died when she was in Pennsylvania. We didn't have a lot of notice that she she had a service there about a week ago, two weeks ago, um, but her family is going to have a memorial service for her here on Saturday at 10 a.m. in the right transect where she used to sit. I think it'll be a small service. The service will be in the transect overflowing the necessary uh, with our reception downstairs and the other top of the AC following. We hope that you can come and do this happen. Walk in love as Christ loves us and gave himself for us. 
Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
In the name of this congregation, I send you forth bearing these holy gifts, that those who need to go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood. We who are many are one body, because we all share one bread, one cup. May Christ, the Son of God, be manifest in you, that your lives may be a light to the world. And the blessing of God also.